It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> hey, folks, just letting you know, remember last time I was saying I wanted to sell the house? We're in escrow. <laughs> so your house is selling, which means you're moving closer to me. Can't wait, but can't wait, can't wait. But you're still not going to be at Blog and Video Con next week, are you? No, because we're in the process of getting all of this ready and done and finished packing. And we have 90% of it done, but still got a lot to do. So, <sighs> and it's going by so fast. It's like boom, 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 boom. When's, so, um, when's, when's, when's that, when they have, when they have you listed as your closing date right now? Uh, the 18th of November. 18th of November. Okay. All right. Yep. Mine's, uh, so I'm selling one of my rentals and one of my rentals is listed as the 17th. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. We're around the same time. Cool. Cool. I'm cool. hoping it all goes through on the 17th and that, that one rental property. I, I needed it gone before the first of the year. So that's, that's it. So uh, I, I have to, moving businesses around as I close the year out, I had to have it closed out. So yeah. 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 I just, I'm excited. Very excited. We're going to be in New Mexico, Las Cruces. <laughs> you have to make sure that like, you know what I mean? There's something with my with my money that I have to have it moved somewhat, I think, by the end of the year. I, it's like 45 days and I need it past the full. I, I need it. So 45th day is on 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 the first of the year. So next, I have to yeah. work taxes on it for next year. Yep. <laughs> so woohoo! very yeah. excited, very excited. It'll be the first time <laughs> I've lived in California my whole life and so this will be a huge move for both my husband and i we both are california natives both wow so it'll be a huge move for both of us we're excited very exciting hi robert <laughs> how's it going <laughs> Our faithful person, yay! Faithful person. So, a couple, a couple things before we get into our topics today, uh, Katrina, that I, I want to cover in here and make sure people know is number one: we now have a YouTube channel. Unfortunately, I don't have a direct link because we need subscribers to our YouTube channel in yep. order to, all right, in order to be able to grab our name. So, um, do me a favor. I'm, I'm actually going to see if I can get it and put it in the comments today for you guys to click on the YouTube channel in the comments in the Facebook group. Uh, as well as in the YouTube group. Number one, that. Number two, if you see down here, the Facebook, facebook.com slash business G spot podcast. I need you guys to subscribe to that as well. All right. Because we are going to be broadcasting this on that page every week from now on, as well as putting in a daily post. All right. On Facebook to help you guys with your business. Um, we will have our website up. We, 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 we've discussed it. What did we say? Jan January, like January is we're trying to have a, the website yeah. working by January. We have a temporary page up now, but by January, we hope to have that working. Um, yep. so YouTube, Facebook, um, were we doing anything well, else? Right. I think that covers pretty much everything. And we're going to have all the show notes on the website, yes. as well as links to all the resources we've talked about, uh, in since the beginning, as well as um, anything else moving forward, so that you guys, if you if you had one that you saw, what was it they were talking about? You'll be able yeah. to go back and get all of that yeah. information. All of our show notes will be put available on there. We will have we do have the podcast up as a podcast, and right now it is um, um, right now it is uh, on Anchor, which is going to Spotify and things like that. So yeah, 
Yep. So, yay! We're moving. We're checking, checking, check. I knew it could. 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 It takes quite a bit to be able to do things right. And all right, we're trying to do things right. So most people are out there trying to see whatever they've got to do with their content. Just go, how, how fast can I get a million subscribers? Guys, we're trying to just build this as a, a this is a, a, this is just a love child of the two of us. Something we wanted to do. And uh, we're building it out right. We're not here to try to get a million followers and, um, we're not looking to bring on advertisers. The only advertisers we'll have when we do the audio is, is I think we're going to work on commercials for each of our businesses. That's it. And this is just sponsored by Katrina's, you know, uh, Katrina Garcia website, KG website designs and Tim simple, easy events. That's what's, that's, that's it. All right. We're not looking for, you know, to bring in Coca-Cola to sponsor us. <laughs> and it's going to be very organic very organic and we're going to show you how you can take this and as you can see we've been pushing this along and it's been and we're on what our 16th or 17th episode this is episode 18 yeah yeah so i'm just saying it's an opportunity to um be very organic out there that's the one thing that we're yeah. working on we're not running fancy ads or anything like that. We're not trying to, you know, uh, we may do that in the future. Right now, we were trying to put a system together that works in both of our schedules. And Friday seemed to work in our schedules for now. So over in the next few weeks, uh, with the holidays coming, we've got a couple things like next next Friday, we will not be on mm -hmm. because you really, you should all be in Dallas, Texas for blog and video con because it's happening next Friday and Saturday. If you're not, why? And well, I have an excuse. I'm moving. Uh, not, no excuses. Yeah. <laughs> That's my excuse. I will be moving. <laughs> um, so yeah, next next Friday we won't, and then uh, then we will also be gone um, the 19th and 26th. So the 19th and 26th we won't. So in the, in the month of no is the okay. month of November we will do one podcast. It'll be on the 12th. That'll be our Thanksgiving episode, which is going to be our next episode. And then we're going to take a, a two-week break. All right, uh, again, and uh, throughout the holidays, we have a couple things. That we a couple of weeks when we're close to holidays, we won't be on. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. But anyway, we we're ready to move forward. All right, and help you every week. We've got four topics. Four? Yeah, we do yep. four. Right. Four topics. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I can count. <laughs> <laughs> One. Is. Yeah, four <laughs> topics, uh, a, a website tip and a content tip, all right, is what we're designing this whole show around. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I think you had someone ask if they ever want to come on as guests. I don't know if we'll ever do a guest segment or not. We may someday, but I don't know. Yeah, we're still we're still working that out. But yeah. we're going to – because the thing is, is a lot of times with podcasts, and I'm just going to be honest with this, is that they get to, they start and then people start to get – Oh, I can be on your podcast or I can be. And then they start to get away from their branding. They start putting people on the podcast that have nothing to do with the branding, nothing to do with what they're bringing to their audience. And the audience starts to get confused and saying, wait a minute, how does this have to do with, I, I don't get it. So we're trying to keep everything on brand because that's what we do. Yeah. And to show you that it's not a matter of, oh, I got to have all these guests and I got to have all these vendors and I got to have all these uh, sponsorships and so forth. That's not what it's about. It's about your brand and how you're bringing that information across to your audience so that they can partake on the juiciness that you're putting out there. Exactly. So um, 
Speaking of juiciness. I know. I was going to add something to that, but my, I, I had a brain fart. So Speaking of juiciness, shall we start with our first topic? Our first topic, Katrina, is? Utilizing social media the right way for your business. This, this, here's the one thing that drives me crazy with social media. People, I, I would have to say 75 to 80% of people do not use social media well or properly. They just throw shit out there and hope that it sticks. They, uh, oh, I was told I should do this. Oh, I was told I should do that. No, it, there's a science to it. Not, and there's also a, a way of getting that organic reach. I know a lot of people feel like you can't do that organic reach anymore. That's not true. It's actually getting back to that more organic reach because people are tired of being sold. They're tired of the sales. They're tired of, hey, buy this. Hey, do this. Hey, do that. Hey, they're tired of it. So they want stuff that's going to help them right now. And that's pretty much what social media is all about is well, I mean, taking your information and your know-how and pushing it out to your audience so they can see it. So uh, like one of the things I'm going to do in the next week is I have just a personal topic that basically is that I use as a training that I'm going to run an ad on it. And the ad is coming out to be an organic subject. So it's yeah. not, it, it is being, it is a post that I'm going to sponsor and put up, but it is an organic subject to get people uh, engaged in a conversation. So that it's not, it's not designed to sell. It's designed to engage people in a conversation and go check out, uh, a video that takes the conversation to the next level. It's not designed to sell. And, but it, in the long run, there's a way down the path that it does sell. But yeah. that is what she's talking about. Also about organic reach is organic. Be organic on the podcast. Quit trying to make yourself to be someone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all about, like we know, it's being about transparent. It's being about showing people who you truly are. Because in reality, when you're running a business, that business is you. You're the one behind it. You're the one people are buying, not just your expertise, but you. And and so when people say, well, I'm not a salesman, you're a salesman every day. Every day you're talking to somebody, every day you're putting information out there, you're selling. And it's just organic selling. It's not it's not pushing things out there. It's just being organic. And that's, I think, the biggest thing that people don't do well with social media is they think, I'm going to sell, sell, sell. And then they get upset because they're not getting their rate of return. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, with social media, if you're saying, okay, I'm going to spend this much money and I expect this much back, it's not going to happen. And if social media managers are promising you, oh, I can get you a thousand reaches and da-da-da, if you spend a lot of money, Absolutely, you'll get those reaches, but we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars to do that. Yeah. And as we know, a lot of us don't have that in our budget. So there's still that organic reach that you can do through social media. One, and I'm going to go over a couple of them. One is you can send out your blog with great tips. That's a great way to get people interested. But here's the key. You still want to push them back to your website. You always want to link them back to your website because that's where you're going to get your leads, that's where you're going to put them into your CRM. That's where you're going to be able to massage that list and get them to look at the other things you may have to offer. But at least that way you're getting them in a spot where at that point, then they can decide if they want to buy this or that. But you're always wanting to push them back to your website, which a lot of people don't do. That's the one thing they don't do that they should be doing. You also want to send out, you can send out monthly tips. Um, 
and have them sign up. So send out a quick monthly tip. And if you're doing monthly newsletter or whatever you want to call it, email campaign, send out the tip with just a little bit. And then if they want more of this, they can sign up and then they go back to your website, sign up for your newsletter. And now you have more people being added to your list. Yeah. So one of, one of my mastermind members, Katrina, is doing uh, something like that with, but he's using like the Facebook lives, which I think is your next point in there. Yes. Yeah, yep. so he's doing a Facebook live news, like a news thing every day. Yep. All right. To help people and get people to engage with them. So you can get them to go back to the site. And YouTube now too, because I know a lot of people are starting to have problems with Facebook lives. Sometimes yeah. they're working and sometimes they're not. So yeah. I always recommend that you can also do YouTube live because you can push that out to a lot of your um, automatically. You can push that out to Facebook and the other ones as well. So that's another option. Plus you can house it all in your YouTube channel where with Facebook lives, they're in Facebook unless you download it and then put it into your YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So that's something you may want to just start doing it through YouTube Live. That's another option too. Um, also, you want to utilize the social channels. We've talked about this. Utilize the social channels where your target audience is on. So if your target audience isn't on Twitter, they don't even go to Twitter. Why are you putting anything on Twitter? My um, target audience is not on, I, I, I use this all the time. They're not on LinkedIn. I don't go to LinkedIn to do any, hardly anything on LinkedIn because my target audience isn't there. It doesn't mean I don't have a LinkedIn presence. I just don't focus on that because it'll, be, it'll yeah. be a waste of my time trying to find my clients there. And my target audience is on Facebook and LinkedIn and mm -hmm. some are on, some are on Instagram, very few on Twitter at all. So I, even though I send things to Twitter, the majority of my audience are on LinkedIn and Facebook for the most part. I used, I used to have a huge engagement to my blog off of my Twitter. I don't, but you know what I mean? It could be the fact that I don't put as much on Twitter anymore. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, though, too. I usually push it out to all of the channels because you never know who's going to see it and when they're going to see it. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing, but, and you never know, you might start to get an audience over there that you didn't know you had. But like I said, if you're going to spend money on ads and so forth, make sure you're doing it on the channel where your predominant audience lies. Mm -hmm. So you're not wasting money. The other thing too is, is like I said, you don't want to waste money. And I know a lot of people are going to argue with this point, but Facebook and Google ads, unless you've got thousands to get out there, you're not going to see much impression. However, with the Facebook boosting a post, do you see a post that's done really well? Then boost it for a week because that's about as much as you're going to get. Boost it for a week and you'll get more people to start seeing it and get more people to start following you. But like Tim said, it's not about, oh, I got 10,000 people. Yeah, but if they're not buying from you, it doesn't matter if you've got 10,000 people. Well, it's about engagement. And and the way that you just said about boosting the ad, here's, here's the trick that, uh, that I'm using right now. And I just did it uh, with an episode of my podcast that I recorded a couple of weeks ago because a lot of people were looking for that podcast on my YouTube channel and stuff. So I boosted it to get plays. Because oh. I boosted it, I think I got 900 and some odd through plays of the video. Now I'm running an ad that the, the, the ad that I'm running with the organic message to it is to those people who watched the video Yeah. to take that conversation because they engaged in the point where they watched and, and Facebook showed me they watched the whole video. That's the people I'm now targeting because they are familiar with my stuff and they're I'm doing another level to them. And I'm doing that like to get the 900 and some people to watch it. I spent 20 bucks. Yeah. 
I mean, and you can, and it can be very minimal, but if you're really looking to, I mean, really do ads and pay, you're going to have to pay a lot of money to really see any return on your dollars. And don't expect, don't expect that when you're putting things out there, well, why aren't people coming back and signing up for this? And why aren't people coming back and signing up for that? Could be your content. We talked about this before. If your content's not relevant or it's too pushy, you may be pushing them away or you may not be clear enough. So like we've talked about, when you're utilizing social media, you really want to make sure your content is concise. You want to be pointing them back to your website and you want to give them information that they can use right now. Juicy information, not just, hey, we've got a sale. Come on, check it out. Now, you know, I, have a, I, have a, I have a course for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so basically, there's there's one of the courses that that I have created, but I don't have it up right now because I only do it in a class three times a year now. And that is, I call it my simple, easy branding process, which is takes you on a gradual level to build engagement on that site to brand yourself and and run ads on a gradual level. level and yeah. I learned it from another program. All right. But I put a different twist to it because I was more about building the personal. And that's what I'm doing with the running my ad. It's what I'm doing with the very concept that I did. People watched it at a low dollar. Now I spend a little bit more money to get people who watch that to get them to engage in another level. It's yeah. All- and when you get and when you get bigger out there and you've got that money to spend, by all right. means do it, but do it properly and smart in regards mm-hmm. to where your audience is, the content that's really going to bring them in, that yeah. type of thing. If you've got a course coming up, if you've got a membership coming up that you want to start putting out there. I mean, that's the other thing too. You can put tidbits of that course out there. That's helpful tidbits they can use now with yeah. a link to, Hey, if you want more of this, I also have a course. You can yeah. sign up if you'd like, but keep following me. We're still going to do tips. Yeah. So exactly. you might get people sign up. You might not. But the thing is, is if you're utilizing social media properly, you're going to get that organic reach. Yeah. Exactly. So. so our next topic And I know we do a lot of Zoom meetings and I'm seeing, oh my goodness, the Zoom meetings are like going crazy now, especially with businesses. So I thought we could talk about how to make your Zoom meetings count because a lot of people now are starting to say, just like within corporate, oh my God, what a waste of time that meeting was. Oh my God, if I'd known that. I went to another Zoom meeting that could have been an email. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, this is driving me crazy. So I thought we could kind of go through a couple things that if you're either managing the Zoom meeting or somebody else is managing the Zoom meeting, maybe you can even give them a tidbit. But the number one thing is have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Put that agenda out before the Zoom meeting even starts, what you're going to talk about. So then now people have an opportunity to look at it and say, yeah, I really need to hear these things. I'm going to be there. Or, yeah, I already know this stuff. I'm good. I don't. For instance, guys, even our podcast here, uh, Katrina puts a a document for us together with our agenda for this whole thing. And then we tweak it just before we come on air. We have an agenda when we come on. And that's what you need to do in your Zoom meetings. If you have to put it in a Word document and have it written out for for everybody in the meeting to get a copy of it, then do it. It saves yeah. the headache of going, okay, I know what Katrina is going to talk about. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. And you can decide too at that point, well, I'm going to just be there for those two topics because yep. I need to hear that. Then the rest of the time, I'm just going to bow out because I don't need to hear that. And that's not saying that 
your your meeting's not going to be a good meeting. It's saying that now you've got people that are going to be interested because now they know exactly what they're coming to that meeting for yeah. and what's going to be discussed. The other thing I really think is important is that you stay on time. I'll, I can't tell you how many times I'll be on a Zoom call and it's supposed to be an hour. And now we're an hour and a half into it. I'm looking at my clock going, this thing was supposed to end a half an hour ago. I got to go. And then you start losing people. You start seeing the numbers go down and go down and go down and go down. And if you're not staying on time, and I know this is a stickler for Tony, if you're not staying on time, people, they have things to do too. You have to be conscious of their time and be appreciative of the fact that they have things to do. Yeah. So that's something that you always want to make sure that you're on time and have a timer nearby, looking at the timer so that way you can make sure you're staying on task. Also, also, oh my God, this is one of, drives me crazy. People come on and they don't mute everyone and you'll hear the person on the call. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, okay, yeah, all right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hello, excuse me, can you mute, can, hello, can you mute? And it's like, if you're the one who's holding the meeting, make sure that everybody's muted when you first go on. And then you start your conversation. And then when you want to take people off mute or whatever the case may be, it's up to you. But when you're coming in and everybody's unmuted and you hear the sirens in the background, you hear the kids, mommy, 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 you not not a professional image when you're doing a meeting. So you always, always, and dogs barking in the background, I always put mine on mute. <laughs> always. Even if they don't, mine's on mute because I don't want that background to be a nuisance for anybody else. And if you don't see that yourself is on mute, mute yourself just to make sure. Well, I mean, the, and I have a thing with mine uh, with, I have this thing called stream deck here that has a couple different buttons. I have a button I can push that mutes everybody but me. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm hosting and I've actually, uh, I've actually been co-host on like one of Craig's zooms and basically the same thing. Cause I was the co-host. I was able to hit the button and mute everybody. Yeah, and that's what you should do. I personally feel you should set it up to where everybody's muted when they first come in. And then that way, if you need to unmute people and you want to have a conversation or networking, great, that's fine. But at least that way, it's more controlled, especially depending on what the meeting's going to be about and what you have to discuss, your timeline, that type of thing. But it's one of the things that drives me nuts when still to this day. The other thing is if you're coming on Zoom, you have be on your camera. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you. We went, I went, I went on a meeting. Wait, you mean you don't like this? No, I don't. I went on a meeting where we were broken out into groups. There were four of us. Three people were not on the camera, nor were they there. They decided just to walk away. So it was me and one other woman who was sitting there for like 15 minutes talking about each other because nobody else was there. They decided, oh, well, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to. So if you're going to be in the meeting, be in the meeting. That means be on camera, have it muted, have your, your uh, mic muted. I mean, be there. If Otherwise, what's the point? You're wasting everybody's time, including your own. No, I've, been, wait a minute, I've been I've been on John's now uh, and I've had to run out. So like I just leave it playing and I wait because I, I was like, well, it'll just end in five minutes or so. But like I'm, when I'm done, I, I, I take myself off camera and then I go out. I did one time and I came back to the house 35 minutes later and the call's still going. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, uh, it's one of those ones you should have had. It. Anyway. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. But it's, but, and, it, and the other thing, too, when you're on camera, it shows that you're more credible. 
yeah. that you're interested. You're there. You're participating. If you're not, well, if I have to do things like blow my nose or something like that, well, you know, I, I take myself off camera. But now I also have a way, like, because I've had a cough the last couple of weeks, that I have a way that I hit a button right here. Yeah. And I yeah. basically I can turn the mic off, and you can't hear me when I hit the mic, so I can cough, sneeze, whatever. All right. Um, but that's it. If I have to get up away from the desk, all right, I, I hit the camera off because you don't want to see the fact that I'm still wearing my my, my shorts. Uh, and not and not dressed up from the waist down. No. And the other thing too is you don't want to take the phone with you if you're on phone. You don't want to take it with you to the bathroom. We've already seen those videos. But that was oh, like, that was like the first couple of weeks of the pandemic. That was hilarious. Yeah, it's getting better. It's getting better. But still, and and I recommend too that to make sure everybody's still on board. A lot of times you'll have action items in responsible parties. So as soon as that meeting's done, send out that action item in the responsible party so you can get things done. Instead of weeks down the road, hey, have you sent off? I had this action item and I think I had it noted, but can you help me with, oh yeah, I'll have that out in a couple of weeks. I'll have it out. You know, the sooner you get that out, the better. And then it's more at the top of people's minds. So it's going to get done quicker, especially if you're, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we were talking about muting. <laughs> I'm sorry, you made me laugh. I had cough. That's, that's bad. Muting, muting. <laughs> See what do I mean? as we say, not <laughs> as we do. <laughs> well, yeah, just saying, just saying. The new house will have a separate studio, so she won't have to have the dogs. <laughs> no, I will not. Two cents. <laughs> Be totally different. Right now, this is only temporary. <laughs> oh my god! And also, of course, before joining any meeting, you want to know about the meeting, the topics, to ensure it's a meeting you want to be a part of. Yeah. Is it something that, okay, I need to be a part of this or yeah, not so much. So as a meeting organizer, you want to make sure you have your agenda that you get that out to your people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's key. Thank you, Robert. Just a moment, <laughs> I wanted to put that up on screen for everybody to read. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I mean, and I know sometimes we go off the cuff and we just kind of wing it. And that's one way of doing it. But it's still, it shows that you're more organized. It shows that you care about the participants that are in that meeting and you care about their time. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, we come in wondering who's going to surprise who in this meeting, Robert, every <laughs> week. I mean, there's always a lot of going back and forth and good stuff. But for the most part, we stay on time and we have topics. And we it's not just, well, what do we want to talk about today? Speaking of staying on time. <gasps> Is it that time already? It's that time already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know. You're, you're prepared this week. I'm not. <laughs> I'm always prepared. Well, pretty much. <laughs> So again, we are learning who the real person, who the real successful person is behind this show. Obviously, it's not Tim. <laughs> That's not true. All right. It's time for our website tip of the week with uh, Katrina Garcia. Okay, I got a good one for you. 
go for this it. This is going to help you with your SEO. And I know it's one thing that a lot of people don't do. And that is naming your images. A lot of times when you're putting images across, they have this number sequence, one, eight, five, six, J, whatever. That means nothing to anybody. And here's the thing. When you have a website up and maybe the picture's not showing for some reason or the link is off, what it'll show is the image's number. It won't show what the image is, um, what you're naming that image. So you always want to make sure that you, first of all, you title the image and then you put in the descriptor what the image is about. So imagine that if you have to explain to your client what this image is about because they can't see it, that's what you would put in the descriptor as well as some of the keywords. Now, don't get hog wild with keywords because it's just going to refute what you're trying to accomplish simply put in the keywords of an explanation for example make say that you have um, something that shows a website and somebody is typing on a website and you type in um, website services that can help your business grow is the title and then in the descriptor you can talk about hey kg website designs we can help you build your business make more money and do this by building you a website that da 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 so that's kind of the way that you would do those keywords but like i said it's a great way to do seo because google searches for those and it's a way to put a descriptor on there so that now people can see what that is what the image is and what you were trying to relay with that image. And of course, it has to be relevant information. That's my tip of the week. I love it because, you know, what, 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 you know what's great about the tip of the week ideas is, hold on, I'm actually trying to switch. There we go. Switch this. Is it gives it gives us a moment to take a break at the bottom of the hour. Do you know what? you guys realize that? <laughs> See, uh, I, that's the time for me to actually stand up, stretch. All right, make sure things are working right, and uh, and be off camera for a minute. How many of you ever been to a, a a rock show where basically they have a a guitar solo? Why? Because the drummer and the bass player and the singer want to actually go get a drink. Yeah, yep, it's a break. Anyway, so now, all right. Well, I don't have a fancy tip of the week. I'm going to do this because I've got to give Katrina her break. All right. It's only fair that I give her her break at the bottom of the hour, just like I get my break at the bottom of the hour. Anyway, so guys, I really didn't come up with a content tip this week because really what we're going to go into next is going to talk about a way uh, to actually use your PowerPoint in a very unique way, all right, for creating your content. But truthfully, uh, most people ask me what I do for my content. And most of the content I put on my website now is my interviews on the Tim Gillette show. I just don't create a, a bunch of extra content anymore. My business has moved on to where I create the content needed to get people to take action to engage with me. And then I move on and do something else. So I'm not creating 15,000 blog posts anymore. <laughs> my daughter is actually writing a series that's going to be on my blog post. Uh, and then I'm using a lot of like written blog posts from my mastermind members, I'm getting them to write a guest post about something that relates to my audience. And that's ways that I actually do for my content. And, you know, it's, it's not always, hey, how do I make it perfect? A lot of my stuff is trial and error. That's how I figured out what works for me. So anyway, did you, did you get your break in? Yes, I did. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> It is. It's a great way to take a break at the bottom of the hour. All right. And that is one of the reasons why we do it that way. So anyway. Well, and also to give you tips that you can help take you away yeah. and, and do these things so that it helps your business grow and so forth. So that's but, all but part of it too. It's also, it's they're related to our business. My business is helping yeah. people create content 
Katrina's business is creating websites. Yep. With so content. Are- <laughs> Amazing how that works together. <laughs> like so words are- and music. Yeah. You remember that movie? Which one was it? The the where 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 the guy says words and music. We, we you know I, mean, I I I'm I'm the words. You're the music. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? You don't remember the movie though, do you? No, I don't. If anybody can name that movie, all right. I I, I don't know. I got to give them some. I would give them a year in my mastermind for free. I do not. Do not. Do not. Wait a minute. Let's see. I see somebody make a comment. All right. No. All right. No. Let me make a comment. But yeah, you can name that. All right. I will reveal it. All right. Put it in your notes there, Katrina. I have to really reveal it at the top of the hour. Reveal at the top of the hour. Words and music. Words and music. Words and music. I'm the words. You're the music. We go together. <laughs> Name oh. the movie. What's the music we go together. Oh, oh, something's coming to mind, but I'll have to think of it. All right. Okay. I'll put it. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to put it in the private chat for you so you know. All right. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, let's. Let's move on to our next topic while I put that in the private chat. Our next topic. Um, And this is a really cool one that I don't think people realize. A lot of times when you're putting courses together and online courses and you want to, you want to put it online, people think, Oh, I got to go get learn dash or I got to get member press because they do courses or, Oh, we got to go into Kartra because they do courses. Believe it or not, there's something you probably already have in your arsenal of business that you can do the same thing on or next to nothing. And that's PowerPoint. PowerPoint presentation. I mean, it's, and think about it. It, It's it's perfect because you can utilize Canva. As we know, Canva has PowerPoint templates in it where it's already got the coloring and the snazzy stuff that they put in those things. But here's the key. Make sure that you download it onto your system so you have all of those things you can change. Otherwise, it makes it difficult to do. But if you don't if you don't have a template or you're looking for something, go to Canva, get your template, download it onto your system, and now you can start going through it and building your course on PowerPoint. Because I don't think people realize, too, that they both have a video and sound recording on PowerPoint as well. So you can record the whole thing as you're going through it. And you can also record yourself on YouTube and going back and forth. I I record all of mine on StreamYard. I basically put the PowerPoint on StreamYard. And there's a new thing on StreamYard now that basically, um, well, it won't work because we don't have a thing. But there's a thing that now that you can actually have it where your PowerPoint's on the screen and you're just this little thing. Yes, yes, yes. And And you can do that on Zoom too. But PowerPoint has these capabilities that people were thinking, wait, what, PowerPoint? If you think about it, it's got the movement, it's got the transitions uh, with the slide set that goes through really, really well. Sometimes it comes through on Zoom, sometimes it doesn't on um, on Zoom as well as, I don't know, what do you think on uh, StreamYard? Does it come through pretty well in regards to the transitions? Yeah, it does. That's one of the reasons why I use StreamYard. But the, the, the neat thing, with the, the hard part with StreamYard though, if using a PowerPoint on StreamYard, and most people don't know this, is... It can it, it it can mess up your world if you're dealing with a single screen laptop. It'll take up your whole screen. The PowerPoint will, and you can't uh, see what the audience is doing. I have a three screen setup. Got so it. I'm doing presentations here. All right, I have two screens for just the PowerPoint. This is the 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 slide I'm on. This one here shows the the, the next slide, or I can switch them to where I can see the slide I'm on, and this is just a, a screen. Over here is the window with 
StreamYard in so I can see what the comments are rolling down and see what I look like on StreamYard. Got it. But I think I think you can do it on Zoom that way. I think I'm not sure. The only thing you can't see on Zoom, I think, are the chat. You can't see people chatting. Yeah, you can't on see Zoom. the chat on Zoom, and mine the same thing. It does is because on Zoom it grabs whatever screen I'm sharing. Yeah, right. but I mean, and that's if you're doing a live course. But if you're just doing a course for somebody uh, to just um, buy on your online and not necessarily doing it live. It's a great way to do through PowerPoint because, like I said, it has all those great transitions and it moves through things. And you can, and here's the thing you can save it if you do it as a video. You can save the video in the for, format you need and then you can upload it to YouTube. Yeah. So which now is, which you've is got it on YouTube. All of, my, all of my recordings from my Simple Easy events are actually unlisted videos on YouTube. The only way you can find them, though, is uh, you can't Google search and find them. You have to have the link specifically to get to it, and um, they are inside my my portal. Oh, like, got it. I mean, but they can got click it. in the portal. They can click onto the YouTube button and go see it on YouTube. Yeah. All right, and that's. Well, I mean, this, is, this is a great way to start something. If you if you don't have a lot of money and you want to get courses out there and you want to get. Uh, people interested in doing this course, it's a yeah. great way to do it without having to spend a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, when you have Microsoft Office, it comes with PowerPoint. That's one of the main ones it comes with. Excel, Word, PowerPoint, Outlook. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's a great opportunity to use for training videos, all kinds of things. Of course, as well as Zoom, as well as a StreamYard. But there's a cost involved to those two sometimes, especially if you want those features. If you don't have a lot of money, it's a great way to get started, especially if you're just starting your business and you're just trying to move forward with things. Great there's, cheap way to do it. Yeah, I used to record the, the use the PowerPoint and record it with a screen record using uh, QuickTime. Yeah. That's how I used to record all my programs. If you go look at some of my older videos, that's what they're done. They're done with screen time recording my PowerPoint and I'm not even on the screen. And then I just put the video up on YouTube later. And I believe too that with PowerPoint, don't quote me on this, but I believe too that they will transcribe the video so that now you have the transcription as well. Really? So I believe I believe they are doing that, I, or they're putting that in their new um, twenty. I think it's twenty twenty one. I know we're still in twenty twenty one, but they're coming out with a twenty twenty one. Office 365 with updates, and I think that's one of them. I'll have to double check, but I don't know. I buy, I buy the, <laughs> bless Excuse me. I buy the the uh, Office 365 every year. So like, I get a, a a thing every year to renew it, and it's yeah. That way, I get whatever the modern version is. I used to buy PowerPoint and then put it on all my, you know, I buy the Microsoft suite and put it on all my stuff. Now it's just I have. Um, I have like five memberships, so it's like I have more. I I, I only have three devices, so I can yeah. Get all and, yeah. and it's a great, it's very inexpensive, and it's a great way to have everything you need. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people talk about Google Docs and Google Slides and so on and so forth, but like I've said on this show before, they have your information on their server. So something course, happens. If you, have a, if you have a Mac, you get uh, you get you get the Apple version of uh, is it yeah. Pages. Uh, keynote and yep. uh, um, and numbers for free. It comes yeah. with Mac free. Yeah, and there's and ways. Believe it or not, they're not that much different when you look no. inside them. They're a little bit different to use, but they're no much. They're a lot easier than Google Docs. I'll tell you that. Yeah, 
yeah, I agree. But I mean, it's a great way to do so, uh, to set up these courses yeah. for no money. Absolutely no money. And it's, and you can put the layout, you can do the design, you can do everything on it. And I just, I mean, I'm surprised more people don't utilize PowerPoint. It's one of my favorites. Um, before Canva came along and everything, I would create my logos on there. I would create my imagery on there. I would create everything on PowerPoint. So all kinds of stuff with PowerPoint back yeah. in the day. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a pretty robust um, a pretty robust program, and it's one of my favorites. I use it a lot, and it's one way you can do online courses. Very easy to do. So I thought I'd bring that forward because I know a lot of people are on budgets, and this is a way you can still get your course out there on a budget cool, cool. <laughs> and start making money and put it across all your social media. So, and then, and the other one we're going to talk about, the last one we're going to talk about. This is, this last one here is all Katrina. <laughs> the last one. And this is one of my favorite channels um, in regards to social media. And I know a lot of people don't utilize it as much as I feel they, they should, or they move, they really miss out. And that's LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, believe it or not, has a lot of opportunities out there that a lot of the other social media um, channels don't have. The one thing they do have that really impresses me is they're the number one channel right now that has the biggest organic reach out of all the other channels. If you go on LinkedIn, in fact, if you notice and you post across all your channels, you will notice you'll get more people following you as an organic reach on LinkedIn than any of the other channels that you'll start to get more impressions. You'll start to get more people involved. You'll start to get more people um, talking and more uh, of your audience participating. It's amazing what LinkedIn has in place. And I know we were talking about Microsoft. Microsoft owns LinkedIn. And I forgot about that. And, and, and um, they bought lynda.com, which is another favorite platform of mine where it has training programs and videos up the yin yang for anything you want to learn practically anything. So it's a great way and it's only $30 a month. It's so cheap and you get access to this whole suppository of thousands and thousands of videos that are training videos to take you through them step by step by step. They even have certifications now where they have social media certification or us uh, online management certification and they also have I think a digital manager certification, IT certification. I mean they've got all of these certifications that if you follow along and you do everything and you go through your little testing, you get a certification that you can now put on your website saying that you're officially certified <laughs> in this particular topic or whatever the case may be. And it's a great way to do it for so cheap, $30 a month. What more? I mean, a lot of times these programs cost a lot of money. This is a great way to get new um new things under your belt, new skills under your belt. I mean, it's a great opportunity. And the other thing I know is uh, they're just now starting it. I don't know if people know this, but Fiverr, I know it's a freelance area where a lot of people can put their services on there and get more clients, such as um, designers, um, logo, uh, logo, you know, um, graphic designers, website, that type of thing. Well, now LinkedIn is going to have their own freelance area to do the same thing so that now you can start putting your information out there and getting more clients because you can start putting your services out there for a cost 
And then they can start looking through that just like Fiverr, figure out, oh, hey, I'm going to use Katrina to do my website. Oh, hey, I'm going to talk to Tim about helping me with my content build. Or I'm going to, it's a great way to get more clients involved. Uh, granted, there, there's a cost and so forth, just like with anything. And that's something you have to check out. But they're starting to involve that now. And they're having their own freelance area for freelancers that can put their information out there and services. So another opportunity to be part of LinkedIn. The other thing too is you can upload your newsletter and it shows it in such a beautiful format. A lot of times with the other social media, you just have a little tidbit and that's all you can see and then you read more, which you can, but it shows the whole thing in regards to the graphics. I mean, it's it's a beautiful layout to where they you can see the whole thing now. And people are, wow, that's pretty cool. I think I will sign up. So it's, it, it's another opportunity to get your information out there. And like I said, it's the highest organic reach out of all the channels right now. And also, it's a great way to network with other people. Just like with anything, they've got groups that are in your industry that you can go in and start asking questions or answering questions or putting your expertise out there as well. Not sales, but just expertise. And keep in mind... When you're going into LinkedIn and people are asking to be a part of your group or whatever, the your network, yeah, there network. are some that will have this long line of, hey, my name is such and such and I can help you with blah, 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 blah. LinkedIn's working to get rid of that. That's an app that people pay to get on to do that. It's all, and they realize that's there, so they're working to get rid of that. So don't fall for that. A lot of times, people are sending things off to people that are just all advertisement, and that's not part of LinkedIn. That's a separate app altogether that they're working on to negate. So just keep that in mind too when you're networking with people, because I know a lot of people say, "Oh my God, I got this long ass thing talking about they can help me buy, you know, my home and do this and do that," and I didn't even know this guy. And that's part of it, too, when you're doing social media. When people are paying for these apps to do these things, what they're doing is they're negating what they're trying to do in the first place. They're turning mm -hmm. people off. They're telling people that, I don't care about you. I just want you to hear about me. That's not what your audience wants. They want to know how you're going to help them with their pain points and so forth, which is what we talked about. And if you're putting out there, hey, I can help you do this, and I'm great at this, and da 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 you're not listening to your audience. You're simply just spewing out what you think they want to hear. And that's not what they want to hear. They don't care about you. They care about how are you going to help them. Yeah. And that's not helping. That's just spewing things out. So it's not helping them. It's actually hurting them. And people are now going in and blocking them. They're getting rid of them. They're not accepting them. So it's not helping. So if somebody comes to you with an app and says, hey, I can get you more, don't fall for it. Doesn't work. Simply don't fall for it. And it's just, I just want to say this is a huge gem that a lot of people overlook, especially yeah. business owners. Huge gem. And it's backed by Microsoft because they bought it. I mean, they they have put, essentially, they have put this together because their intent is that they know there's a lot of business owners out there that don't have a lot of tools. So their intent is to put all these tools under one umbrella so that it helps the business owner flourish and get the things they need without a huge cost. Well, I mean, that's what a lot of companies are now um, are now doing 
is that's why they're acquiring, acquiring these multiple things is because they want to get us so much for the business owner in their, uh, within their reach. All right. Let's look at what Google has acquired. All right. What Facebook has acquired, what Amazon has acquired. Yeah. All right. So Microsoft's a little to me, Microsoft is you know, I mean, a little later to the game acquiring things that'll 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 I agree. Them. I totally agree. But what they're acquiring, they're being smart about it. Yeah. And the way and and frankly, I like the the reason why they're Microsoft is one of those they sit back and they say, Let's see what the rest of everybody's doing and then do something different. Yeah. They're not doing. And so that's the way they're looking at things instead of let's just do it. I know with um Apple, you, know where, you know where Microsoft learned that from, right? Apple. Well, not necessarily because Apple is more of the, uh, they're the ones that kind of paved the way in a lot of respects. Yes, yeah. they got back and they looked at things, but now a lot of times they'll put things out there that may not be that popular and they'll put it out there to see how well it does. If it doesn't do well, then they tweak it until it does. Mm -hmm. So they're paving the way, I think more so where Microsoft is kind of sitting back and, and looking at it in general and saying, okay, this didn't work for him and that didn't work for him. How can we make this better and bring this out? And then, and it's a way of innovating, which is what Apple did. I mean, Apple didn't come up with the cell phone. They didn't come up with the computer. They just innovated it. They made it better. They made it more um, user-friendly. They just innovated what was already there. They didn't come up with it. And that's They didn't it. have to. Why, let, why, 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 why come up with it? Wait a minute. There is one thing they came up with. All right. And that is the MP3 player, the mobile MP3 player. Oh, that's true. They did. That was they one came thing. Up with the iPod was the original on that. And I I mean, I remember comments. Well, wait till wait till Microsoft comes out with theirs. And Microsoft had what, Zune or something like that? How long did that last? Didn't last I mean, long. I had an MP3 player that was that was not an, an iPod and it was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's very true. And I know Microsoft tried to bring the phone, they wanted to try to do the wireless phone, the office and the Microsoft phone, that didn't go over very well. Nope. And so, and now they're just realizing, okay, this is our wheelhouse. This is what we're really good at. Let's just stick to that. And I think that's what's important is business in general is figure out where your wheelhouse is, what you're really, really good at so that you can innovate and push that out to your audience so that you can do even more good for your audience, provide more value for your audience. And I think that's what's important is that you're looking at what's out there and how you can integrate that and make it even better. Yeah, yeah. What are you really good at, Katrina? Oh, everything. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help that. You knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we finish our, our our call up this week, all right, um, <laughs> let's cover a couple things. That, I mean, I know we finished our topics a little earlier today, so I do want to cover, cover a couple things that were really not in our topics that kind of get thrown at us at the last minute Yes. Um, for discussion, and that is uh, Facebook changed their name this week. But they didn't change the name yeah. Facebook. They did. They didn't they change did. the name Facebook, if you look at it. No, they just wow. decided to build an umbrella company. That, yeah. that houses all this stuff. So it's not like they changed their name and got rid of Facebook. No, no. Facebook's still there. Facebook is a part of this new company, which is called Meta, M-E-T-A. Yep, right Meta, M-E-T-A. Yeah. 
No. That it has a, and it's a, and if you notice the logo they came up with, it's kind of a lazy, um, uh, what is it, uh, eight. Mm -hmm. It's a lazy eight, which is what they call infinity because it goes mm -hmm. on in infinity, so to speak. Um, so it's, and and it, I don't know if you noticed too that with that lazy eight, it's kind of an M. It's like a very lazy M. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed that or not. No, I didn't. Yeah, it's like a lazy M. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just this is um, Google. Actually, Google is a, there's a parent there's a parent name company over Google, but nobody ever talks about that either. Yep, it's like Alphabet or something like that. Yeah, uh huh, exactly. Right. And that most people don't realize it. It's like so often I think what people get get caught up in is naming their company when they really just need to name their products. Mm -hmm. Like the name of my company is Tim Gillette Media. The name of my products are Simple Easy Marketing. Yep. My company is not Simple Easy Marketing. My product line is Simple Easy Marketing. My product yeah. is, my event is, you know, blog and video con. It's not the name of my company. And uh, I, I, you know, I mean, as a business coach, I've seen so many times people coming up, oh, but this is the name I want. And I'm like, you can name your company whatever you want. You yeah. know what I mean? My real estate company is called X2 Investments. The reason I named it X2 Investments doesn't matter. I, I, it's just a document. It's on all my stuff. I named it X2, X2 Investments because I wanted to have all of all of the real estate I invested in to go the extra mile for our, our, our renters. And that was part of why I designed it. But that's just the name of the company. Yeah, we have that too. We have an umbrella company. It's called KVA Virtually Everywhere. Yeah. That's our umbrella company. And then the product underneath that is KG Website Designs. And then we also have eResource Hub. So we have products underneath that. And, and, and it makes it nice because once you've set up your S-Corp, you can have all kinds of products underneath that with the naming. And you can have the name. You can have the website. You can have all of these things. So it's yours and it's proprietary. But it, it like you said, it's about the product. You're just naming the product just like Facebook. It's a product yeah. underneath the umbrella. Now, I, I put a separate company out, all right, and then really I put a separate company because I was two, running running, running the real estate company and I was running the regular company underneath the same umbrella. And, like, it could be done. Yeah. But it's just two separate. Um, I really should have done it as a, just a separate uh, DBA, but anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. But, it's, but it, it makes it easy. It makes it um, – I think it makes it easier to break things out. Yeah. And then that way it's not quite so convoluted. And as long as your everything ties in with your brand, which I and, and it'll be interesting to see what Facebook does with Meta. And yeah. and I know a lot of people thought that they were naming it because they were getting hassle from Facebook, but I know uh, Zuckerberg has said, no, that's not why we did that. We just are innovating. And he wants to, I don't know if you read or not, but he really wants to get into the AI. Mm -hmm. the artificial intelligence industry and really um, put it up on, on its head and start really using that so that we're more immersed into the, um, we're more immersed into the, uh, how do I want to say this, into what he's trying to put out there as opposed to it's just Facebook. He wants to make it an immersion into Facebook, an immersion into so that you're a part of it instead of just utilizing it. Yeah. So he's got a lot of big plans going forward. We'll see how that goes. And I know that AI is a big thing right now. And a lot of people have been looking at it. So it should be interesting. It should be interesting. It should be. To see. It should be. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody. All right, come out with with what my my movie. Do you remember it? <sighs> no, but the word it sounded familiar. The words on the music. Where's the music? I can't think of it. Let me see. Let me see. I can't look, think of it. Look, look in the look in the private comments and see. Ah, uh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never been. Now, do you remember the movie? Yes. Now I remember the movie. I remember the I remember the text, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. But I, but yeah, I remember now. That was a good movie. That was an awesome movie. They that made a second movie. one too that really was. Eh, I didn't see the second one, but the first one was really good. That was a good movie. Well, at the very end of the of the first one, they show that one video they're playing, and they show a person in the in the like in a in the window of a department store looking at the video. Oh, that's and that's right. him. That's who right. Hid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember that now. Yep. Yeah. And that's why they brought the second one back was because he really was alive. He just disappeared. Yeah. That was a good movie. Great movie. I stayed at the actual hotel that they filmed part of that in in New Jersey. I stayed in that hotel. Did you know they also filmed part of that in downtown Moore Park? No. They filmed a little bit of it in downtown Moore Park. Not a lot, but they filmed a bit bits and pieces of it down there as well. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. They were all over the place filming that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it was like it was it was Jersey based, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good movie. It's a very good movie. It was so. It seems, in case it, you're it, wondering, it, you're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to guess. All right, we're gonna have to. We have to put it in the comments as to what you think it is, and we will tell you if you're right or wrong. Yeah. All right, but other than that, guess what time it is. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. Time to close the show and tell you guys that time. So our next, our next, our next, our next show will be our Thanksgiving episode. It will be on November the twelfth. We're going to take a break next week, and uh, we'll be back on November the twelfth with another yep. four subjects, as well as a business tip or a our website tip and a content tip of the week. Yep. So, yep. So don't forget to join us. Don't forget to join, and make <laughs> sure you go all right and put in the comments. What movie you think we're talking about? Yes, and we're we will let you know. We will reveal. reveal, Do, reveal. Yeah, we'll reveal it, and uh, we'll reveal it on the twelfth if somebody's got it. All right. Um, but here's the deal. All right. Uh, you know, we're gonna leave it as an open. I think we're gonna leave it as an open end thing. All right. If you go Google Google words of music, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> wait I'm gonna test that out and see. If, wait a minute. If you can, I don't know. Can you? I bet you can. Um, I don't know though that, that that content was used in a lot of stuff. They did copy a lot of it. So I'm looking like so on page one, it's not. But if you type in words and music, it shows up. There was a movie in 1948 called Words and Music. That's what I mean. Movie. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, so it's hard to tell. Um, Never know. But if you start typing in words and music, it gives Google will give you a suggested text of what the name of the movie was. Yeah. So go check it out. Let see us who, know. See who actually gets it. <laughs> Let anyway. us know. Let us know. All right. Let's close out this week. All right. Uh, Katrina Garcia is at KG website designs. Designs.com. 
And I'm Tim Gillette at timgillette.com. All right. <laughs> One of these days I'll get this right. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Have a great weekend. All right, guys. Bye-bye. We'll see you next. We'll Bye. see you next.